Hello friends, my name is James Hawkins Jones, and as always I'm joined by my good friends Brian Castiglione and Anthony Alessino, as well as my younger brother, Jack Hawkins Jones. On this show we're all about parlays, overs, unders, spreads, and money lines. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Parlay Welcome to the show, everybody. And after his three-episode long hiatus, Mr. Anthony Alessino has returned to the booth. Welcome back. We miss you, pal. Yeah. I was a little nervous I was going solo queue on Tuesday. Brian came through. I uh, can't express how excited I was this morning to be back and just be like, thank, I just, ugh. All my travels. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just I, I would have, I'd like to say that, like, you know, I, I was, I needed a spot, like, they, I needed to fill a spot on, like, you know, Barstool's podcast or something. That's why I didn't make it. But no, it was just work. So, um, no, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. I'm ready to get into it, right into it. But I think there's something you first want to mention. We're going to get into it off the topic of football. If you listen, you know, we are a Long Island, New York based podcast, Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. Having a pretty crazy season right now. We have to talk about it because it's all over Twitter, the radio, wherever you listen to New York sports, get your New York sports media. There are people considering this to be the record if he hits one more. Like the record. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because Barry Bonds doesn't count, correct? Why, does why he doesn't count? he count? 74. 73, but why not? 73. Do me a favor. Look up the MLB home run record. Why doesn't it count? You don't well, need to it, look it up because it's, it's, it's Barry Bonds. It's Barry Bonds. It's Barry Bonds, but There's no Barry Bonds. Next to it. Yes, he did steroids. He did steroids. He so. did steroids. So did all the other Mark McGuire and Sosa and whoever else. We were pretty sure. You, you, you want me to start the list? I'll go down the list. I mean, Go I get, right ahead. Go I mean, right ahead. Jason Giambi, Rafael Palmero, Sosa, uh, uh, McGuire, Barry Bonds. Uh, there's another first baseman I'm missing. Uh, he had a mustache. Whatever. Um, he bashed home runs. All of these guys in that era were doing it, right? They were juicing. So here's how it goes. I get that. Now, it's going to look so biased because I'm wearing a Met hat. I'm like, I'm such a big Met fan. Season ticket holder, no big deal, right? That's going to be fine because he's going to hit 55 in the blue and orange next year. If he hit 63 in the blue and orange, <laughs> it's still not the fucking record, right? So here's how it goes. Here's how it goes. Uh, people who aren't baseball fans, are, you're not a baseball fan, right? I am not. Have, were you, have you been watching Judge? No. Have you been watching TV when all this has been happening? They're intentionally walking him. That's well, what I've well, noticed. Well, what I'm saying is. You're talking about the cut-ins? Right, the cut-ins. What? Have you seen the cut-ins? They, cut you... they cut into SportsCenter Live, right? SportsCenter? What was CNN, CNN. Fox. News 12, they're cutting in everywhere. They cut in. To show his live So they're that. saying, uh, breaking news, a uh, house burnt down in, in Malvern today. Uh, no one's... Uh, we, we interrupt this report. Aaron Judge is about to step up to the plate. And they show his at-bat. And then after his at-bat, they cut back to the, the house fire. That's what they've been doing, right? Okay, Why? Because he's because they're treating chas- it like it's the MLB home run record. And, well, he is chasing something, Matt. He is chasing the AL home run record. The AL home run record. Fair and enough. If, if he hits sixty three, it'll be the Yankee record. No, 
62 is the Yankee record. Oh, so he'll Maris. Is so he'll also be breaking the Yankee record. Yeah. And he's chasing a triple crown. Don't want to take away from anything. It's a fantastic hitting season. Fantastic. Oh, maybe one of the best we've ever seen. Yeah, amazing. Mm, ever. We don't I'm not accusing anyone of anything. We don't know that Judge isn't cheating. No, we don't. I don't think he is. But here's, I don't think he is but here's what I'll say, ready? So making my point here is if you haven't seen the check-ins, right? Which is fine. Mm. Uh, there are plenty of people who aren't baseball fans that are seeing the check-ins and are slightly invested. Uh, I'll give you an example. My grandmother calls me and says, "Ah, I, I was watching Judge last night. I saw him. He ah, it's two. This is like two nights ago when he, before he hit it. Ah, he didn't. He didn't. Ah, it's a shame he didn't hit it. You know. So people are getting invested, right? So let me let me just sum up the situation here. Back in 2004, when Barry Bonds was chasing 73, mm-hmm. they cut in for Sosa's, mm-hmm. for Maguire's, and for Bonds. And there are people, legitimate, like, sportcasters, Evan Roberts, who said, to, even as, as soon as today, as early as today, he said, that is the record because when I was younger, in my 20s, I was a football fan. Not a baseball fan, he said. And I'm at the bar, and it's coming in. Oh, we're about to watch Sosa. Oh, we're about to watch McGuire. Oh, we're about to you know, watch Bonds. The amount of fans that they brought in for life in that home run chase, everybody knew. The commissioner knew. The coaches knew. The teammates knew. The doctors knew. Everybody knew what was going on. But you know what was happening? Revenue for baseball for the first time in so many years. And it brought fans in for a long period of time. A long period of time. So I get it. Like, you want to cry about it? You want to say it wasn't 100% fair? You know, three years after that, like consecutive years after that, Bonds hit him between 40 and 45 home runs. Also on juice. Mm. So on this, the same juice what? person hit 30 more home runs. He's still in. It's still a fun. It's Let something. me ask you something. Is this a myth or is this a fact? His feet grew from a 10 and a half to a 13 I don't know. at like age thirty one, I can't confirm that, but I this did. I, but I, I did no, hear. This is what I read on Twitter. So. I did read that the doctor, the doctor, that was working with Bonds and, and the team, the team doctor, had said the reason why he knew something was up was because his helmet size and his baseball grew. cap grew, his head grew an inch in diameter, so significantly feet. that they had to ch- they had to get him a new custom. They had to call the equipment manager and say he needs to be refitted for all his his. his Headgear. So we... This is what I saw. His head grew in diameter, an inch, or a size, yeah. whatever they said. And his feet grew from a 10 and a half well, to a 13. If you look at pictures, it's uncanny. But... So if I may, if I may interject for a yeah. second here. Aaron Judge is what? 6'8", six, 6'9"? Six, six, yeah, about 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, Big dude. Have we applied any of these things that we've seen in the past to what's going on right now? Do uh, we know about any of this in the baseball world? Because it sounds like the same standard should be applied well, if we're treating this the same way. That's how it sounds to me. I feel as though Judge isn't on steroids because he came up this size. I don't no, think Judge is on steroids. Right. No, I, I completely get that. But the credibility factor of when he knew we knew something was up. Right. Why are we not applying the same? It, it was something with the same magnitude because that was held with cut-ins to fucking CNN. That, that, let, this let is me. my point here. It's not – it doesn't make sense if we're not holding the same – accountability here you know what so, i'm saying so let me ask you do you think that judge's record should be the real record 
in the purest form of like sports, yes, it should because we don't know See, what's a, happening. I can't tell if that's an age gap take or that's just there's just different people. I disagree. I disagree wholeheartedly. I disagree. You disagree. Yeah. I think in it's all the, in the AL fair, record. In it's the, the fairness, Yankees record. It's an amazing season. He's going to go, you bet on himself and he earned his money. And I hope he deserves every single cent that he's going to get from the Yankees or the Mets or whoever else signs him. I'm not going to scrub history for the the, well, the, so the here, purity of the sport. Let me cut you off because I was going to save it and and finish with this little point at the end. Because I, we all know, I listen to the fan of ESPN New York, whatever. Had it on today. All these Yankee fans calling in, specifically old Michael K. Show? Tiki and Tierney earlier okay. in the day. Um, and even in the morning, I forget. Um Max Kellerman and Jay Will in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, guys like your dad's age, like our parents' age, you know, Gen X and Boomers, who mm-hmm. are like the real baseball fans. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of millennial baseball fans, but it dropped off after Gen X. Yeah. Um, it's all these guys calling in, saying those records have an asterisk next to them. This is the real record. Those guys are cheaters. They were all on steroids. They were all on steroids. They were all on steroids. The New York Yankees from 1997 to 2001 won four rings or three? What years? 97-01. <sighs> three, maybe. They won. I At least it. ten of those guys, including three of the four rotational pitchers, specifically in 2000 in the Subway Series, were all in the Mitchell Report. Right. They were all on steroids. Jeter's the only star from those powerhouse Yankee teams, the Bronx Bombers of the late 90s, that everyone fucking loves. Jeter's the only guy that we don't know. That he was cheating for sure. He wasn't not the cheat. So what? His numbers they don't say. Right. He, they don't right. say he was cheating. Point. We know. We know. Fucking Tino Martinez was juicing. We know. Fucking Giambi was cheating. Clemens. We know Clemens was cheating. Andy Pettit. Like, Pettit. No, yeah. Was all of them. Yeah. Well, wasn't Posada too? Mm, or I, no? I don't, don't want to smear. I don't want. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know about. I don't want to say names that we don't know for yeah. sure. But the other names we all know for sure. They were all juicing. Listen, everybody so loves we, Fernando Tatis. So should we? T- my point is, should we take away? Those those trophies? No. You guys, all these, by the way, same Yankees fans that think the Astros trophy should have been taken away. Right. All right, so give me all yours from 9701. Right. And I, I, I agree. If that's how you want to play like, it, then it's, that's how we live. So, we can't play fucking steroids are bad when it's in favor see, of the Yankees. And let, then me, let, me, steroid, and let me make something clear. Not a Mets fan. Not like a baseball fan. He's a diehard Mets fan. I go to Mets games with him. My brother and my one of my good friends, diehard Yankee fans, I go to games with them. I support both teams relatively equally for the kind of fan I am. You know? I can't see this world where steroids are only bad when it's good for the Yankees. But it's okay that we won all those rings in the late 90s, but everyone was juicing that. We can't have it both ways. Like, in my opinion, the way baseball works is that it's one of those sports where you're a grandfather and you're talking to your grandson... And it's like, you know, they call it America's pastime. And it's one of those things where you're like, oh, it's your grandson. You should have seen Barry Bonds. You should have seen him. And they, it, you talk fondly of these guys. He had 73 home runs in one year. And you don't mention the fact that it was a steroid race. No, it's you speak fondly of them. Just like we speak fondly of, of Babe Ruth. And no one saw him fucking play, right? Well, mm. We speak fondly of Babe Ruth. Guess what? We have Shohei Otani. He's the same fuck. He's better than Babe Ruth. He's just as good or better than Babe Ruth. 
and what and, I saw about the Babe Ruth stuff is like, well, okay, they, you know, they weren't doing steroids, but these guys were all on methamphetamines. And yeah, fucking, they were all whatever, fucked up. whatever other weird yeah, they, they were all fucked up. But, but now when I'm older, I talk about Shohei Otani the way that my grandfather talked about Babe Ruth. Like you, like that. That's the way that the, the baseball is is recognized. Right? It's one mm. of those things like, you should have seen it. You wouldn't believe it. Cy Young won 500 games. No one will ever win 300 again. He won fucking 536, I think it was. No one will ever win 300 again. No one will ever hit 700 home runs again. I saw he threw he, 700 and some odd. Complete six, games. Complete game. yeah. yeah. 20 years of just straight complete games. 22 straight seasons. Of, of complete just games. complete games. Yeah. Stop it. Nobody will ever do that again. That's just, and if you don't have that wise, that, 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 I don't want to say wise tale, but if you don't have those. Legends. Stories, stories of them. Then baseball is just—I mean, what do they have left? They already lost so many fans. Here's my my—I think I've come to my final thought on this, and I, I don't. This is not me smearing baseball. I've never seen a league that's more cheat heavy. I would say. I understand. Jeez, I understand that you know everybody cheats. Like shit happens. Right. People people want to get an edge. But I've never seen it more than baseball. I, th- I, I would like to say, what is the most prominent thing in in the NFL? There's well, a couple because... things in the NFL. However, and they're all to the... do with the Patriots. Yeah. No, the Saints. That's not cheating. No, it's not cheating. That was just the headhunter bonus. That wasn't cheating. That's not cheating. Fair. How's that cheating? That's not inter- it's just that's fucked up. Just yeah. bad. <laughs> it's just fucked yeah. up. It's just... The NFL is fucked up. Listen, they, you, weren't, you, were, so, you don't. The answer to that question is that baseball's at its root. It's always been about purity and sanctity of the game, right or wrong. Is it not the most pure game of the four? Essentially, in yeah. Terms that's of the, the way that's people, the whole gimmick. You talk about any of these diehard fans. What are they all mad about now? The ghost runner they don't like. The pitch clock that's coming in they don't like. All these Changing, things. Yeah. All these things that people the are doing school. to speed up the game to try to generate more fans. All of the fans don't like. So it's this weird fucking double-edged sword. Well, I've you said know? a million times over, and this is how I'll close this whole baseball segment. I've said it a million times over. If you want young generational people, if you want younger kids to grow up loving the game of baseball, get rid of the fucking commissioner of baseball. Get a new commissioner. Get someone who's focused on the youth and not just donating to youth like T-ball leagues and shit like that. That doesn't do it. Every other sport, LeBron James, right? Don't say something like, I'm not going to take away the, the title from the Astros because it's just a trophy anyway. Don't fucking. Well, imagine if that shit. Yeah, imagine but if fucking Goodell's like, oh, it's just the Lombardi trophy. They don't market their young stars the way every other sport does. And 100%. Mike Trout, Fernando Tatis, Shohei Otani, Bryce Harper. Uh, I can go on uh, even Francisco Lindor because he's in New York and he has that swagger about him. Those guys should be in every fucking commercial shown on ESPN, especially in the month of October because it's playoffs. And it's not even Mookie Betts and it's not even close and they don't market these guys. But guess what? LeBron James, Mountain Dew, this, that, this, that, Nike. You see them everywhere. It's Sprite. What, what, Sprite, whatever. You see them everywhere, right? Fucking what? What is it? AT and T or whatever it is. Patrick but, Mahomes. Yeah. He's everywhere. Well, and so baseball should be the easiest, like the easiest, most marketable God, players, so right? Because easy. so easy. Because of the fact that they're, you know, I mean, similar to basketball, where football they have the disadvantage that everyone's in a helmet, and you, you know, just the way that the game is shot, you don't really get to see these people. Their faces. Their yeah. yeah. 
they're you but know, due to the fact that it's baseball, so you could obviously see everybody. They play so many fucking games all the time. It's the last affordable sport to go see live, and everybody has a unique stance. Right. It's incredibly mimicking. You and can mimic anybody's stance at any time you want. Baseball's the last sport that still hands out these fucking ten year contracts. So you can fucking yeah. you can still have a judge that you watch grow up and for fucking, 10, 20 years. and play his yeah. whole career there for twenty also, years. Also, also, baseball's the only sport that you get paid for what you did and not what you're gonna do. Basketball, they hand out contracts to guys who haven't done shit but have all the potential in the world. Baseball, you get paid for what you did in this league, not what you're going to do. Fucking flat point point blank, flat out Aaron Judge. He's having one of the greatest seasons ever. He deserves all the money. He'll get all the money. But up until this year, he averaged 96 games out of 162 due to health concerns, health reasons, right? Always injured, always this, always that, right? 96 out of 162. This is the second year he's playing a large amount of games. And he's going to get paid. But history tells us he's injury prone, but he's going to get paid for what he did this year. And he should. That's how, I guess that's how it works. But until you start changing those, until you, you start building up budding stars or potential budding stars, there's a guy, I know you guys don't know, and we'll really get, we'll get back to football now, but oh, you know who uh, O'Neal Cruz is? No idea. Shortstop for the Pittsburgh Pirates. He's 21 years old. Um... African-American, got to say it, because they have no African-American stars in baseball. He's swagger dripping off of him. He's 6'7", skinny as hell. He has the fastest throw from shortstop to first ever recorded. He runs a four-something 40-yard dash, steals bases, and has the hardest swing ever recorded with a bat on a ball that's left the yard in history of the major leagues. He's 21 years old. He's in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh hasn't had a star since, I don't know, Roberto Clemente? I don't know. Andrew McCutcheon? If you want to... They don't want to win. No, you know it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That man should be on F- the peanut butter. In, he should be on the peanut butter, the jelly, the, the energy drinks, the Coke, the Mac. Everything you look at, that man should be the sponsor of every single thing. He should be leading baseball into the next era. He should be. I haven't seen one. Co- I don't even. I, you guys should know who he is. And you don't, and that's just enough right there. That's enough to say right there. You guys only know a handful of players because I guess right. But if he was a Boston Red Sox or a Yankee or a Met or a well, Dodger or a Giant or a fucking you yeah, know, Houston, maybe, or maybe, Ash, you know, maybe. But he's twenty one. Ride him. That's your guy. Take him to the promised land. It's just weird to me. But that's it. This I, is I, what I, I have I, to say. I don't want to. I don't want to take away anything from Judge. It's a tremendous season. He's doing great. Love it for the city of New York. Wishes all the best of the luck in the world. Unless it's a World Series, Mets, Yankees. I probably lean Mets. Let's move into Thursday night football. You guys were not here. The line was three and a half. I believe it has not moved. It's still at three and a half. Depending on the book you get, it might have been at four. We saw it at three and a half everywhere. We had said I like the idea of the T's. Tease it to uh. tease it to nine and a half. Tease the over to forty one. I had said I like that. Brian tailed me, and then I said um, Tyreek Hill anytime. Combine that with the Miami money line, it's like three to one odds, three twenty something like that. Now that was Tuesday. Don't know what the move is. I'm, I'm now, looking now at the. But I know off air you had said something. The line's four now. Yeah. Even better. Tease it to ten. Yeah. Anyway, going that way. Yeah. Yeah. You had said something off air that you may be disagreeing with with what we said. 
I I just find it interesting how the three no Miami Dolphins. I know it's a short week, but it's a short week for everybody, right? Yeah. So, um, are three three no? I know they're traveling to the Bengals, but they got there early because of the impending hurricane, right? Right. Uh, are going against the Bengals one and two, and they are dogs in this. So what I feel like is happening is people are, without a doubt, in my opinion, spamming the Miami Dolphins. Mm. And they're not letting this line, I well, at least I, I don't think Vegas is letting this line move when it very well could be moving. So I want to look up, and I'm going to do so now, the same thing that I was showing you before, the amount of bets, ticket tickets placed, and the amount of money. And I want to see how we feel about that and where the line's moving. And while you give your prediction about Thursday night, I'll look that up, and then we'll discuss kind of where we're at with Thursday night football. I mean, you know, disregarding the uh, lines, let's get down to the football aspect of the of the football game here. Basically, Cincinnati's coming off, basically, I would say the get-right game, right? I would say the get-right game after the Jets and the 3-0 and Miami Dolphins. Um, there's a lot of momentum going head to head here. And to be honest with you, I kind of, I think Cincinnati can turn it around and you know what? We were kind of saying we could see it last week and I'm seeing it again this week. I think they could definitely turn around against Miami. It looks very easy to drop one here. And I think, you know, the line is in the right place. I think that's where it needs to be. I feel like Miami, we might get too, too, uh, I'm not sure for the term here. I think we're getting too high because th- this might be a low here. They did beat three very good teams. They beat yeah. three very good teams. Oh. However, it, it is when you beat three very good teams and you're feeling it and you're feeling good, that doesn't stop somebody from coming out and smashing you around and being like, all right, what do you got? I mean, obviously the guys you're looking at in this game here, you're looking at Tyreek, you're looking at Jalen Waddle, you're looking at Jamar, you're looking at the 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 uh, the receivers here. This might be a, a, a smash-mouth, ground-and-pound game of, of football here that we're looking at. So what's the pick? I mean, I think I'm looking at Cincinnati tonight. Plus I think that's four. what I'm looking at. Plus Minus four? Minus four. Yeah, you know, even I. to be honest with you, you know, you were talking about that tease earlier. You might want to tease that to minus 10. No, you can't. That's not the way it works. Can't, you can't have you to can't, tease it you down. You can't tease it to minus 10. Why would you do that? No, you, I get, think you, they can, you would have to alt-spread it. You would have to alternate-spread it. Hmm. And I don't know if you'd get up to 10. I mean, I guess you could get whatever you wanted, right? Yeah, but... In theory. Yeah, you could. Minus 10, he says. He says alternate spread minus 10. Is that what you're saying live on the air right now? That's what I'm saying live on the air right now. Right motherfucking 55% of the bets are on the Bengals. That's why it moved from the three and a half for a second back to four. Hmm. 55% of the tickets are on the Bengals, but where is the money? I gotta find a website that's gonna show me that because this one's not. They want me to pay up for it. Ah, fair enough. Fair oh, enough. these guys. It's kind of disrespectful. So, well, James, let's hear your thoughts about it. I had said what I had said on Tuesday was that you teased him, teased Miami to fucking plus ten and teased the over down to forty-one. Do a two-team teaser. So, real quick, money line. The Dolphins are obviously three zero. They're undefeated. Um. Against the spread, they're also 3-0. They've covered every game. Bengals are 1-2. and two. And the over-under, the Bengals are 0-3 on the uh, on the uh, under three times, three straight times. And the Bengals are 1-2. and two. 
The unders hit at a 67% clip so far in the NFL. And it's painful that they're not going to show me this, which is just, it's just immaculate. You got four pretty much everywhere across the board. I really don't know. I, I really don't know. It's not a bad move. So you would tease it under, you said? Over. 41. I mean, you could go the other way and tease it under 53. Here we go. 55% of the bets. 55% of the bets are on the Bengals. The tickets. 80% of the money is on the Bengals. So you want to do it? You want to follow the theory and go fucking Dolphins? Go Miami fucking it, money line? It sounds... It sounds now it sounds sick that we're that the Bengals are gonna fold the one and three like it's just like you can't it wouldn't be possible right, but it's telling me with the information that we're gathering right it's saying uh, that it doesn't sound that crazy the information you're gathering tells me Miami plus four and maybe even the Miami money line which is where I was kind of leaning anyway right right. Um, but I've been so, so wrong so much this year. So when you said Bengals, I was like, I'll ride with you. Like, we're going to fucking see Right, that. right, right. But here's what I'll say as, as a long, as a lifetime Jet fan at 29 years old, probably been paying attention since I was six. So call 23 years of being a Jets fan, like attentively watching the Jet games. What this screams like happening to me is Miami winning handedly tonight, rolling into, I don't know if they're going into MetLife Stadium or if the Jets are going to Miami yet. Just check that for me if you can. Yep, they're, going, anyway, they're going to MetLife. They're, so, so they win this game handily tonight. They fucking roll into MetLife. Zach Wilson goes to Pittsburgh, competes, not saying they win or not, but competes, shows they have it, and then they get fucking stifled by the Jets for no reason, and the Jets win that game 13-10 to give them their first loss of the year. And it never winds up meaning anything in the grand scheme of things, divisionally or, or yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is just how this fucking shit goes, dude. Yeah. So we're going to keep moving on. We're just going to yeah, move gonna, away from the Thursday We're going to move it into and, line movement, and, and, and you I, have that on your phone. And, yeah, and I'm going to – we're going to monitor this, and we're going to come back because it's already moving down to 78%. So move from 80 to 78 within the, within the minute. So we're going to play with it at the end of the, at the, end of the uh, show, and we'll see where we're at. So line movement. I'm just going to go through it. You want me to stop at every single one or just go right through it? Say, say the one. Make a quick statement. We'll keep it moving. Cleveland versus Atlanta. It opened Cleveland minus two and a half. It's currently Cleveland one, minus one. So it moves one and a half. So that's either telling you that a lot of money's coming in on Cleveland. I mean, it's probably telling you a lot of money's coming in on Cleveland. Or Miles Garrett. Or Miles Garrett. Um. Um, nah, I don't got think, think about it from a perspective of what Vegas... Is I thinking. wasn't probably touching this anyway. Brown, I mean, Brown should win this game. They I, should, you know, but, they should. you know, know. shoulda, coulda, woulda. Washington uh, versus Dallas. Dallas opened up minus three and a half. It, just, it moved to three. That's probably a money play. Anything that's a half point is probably just yeah. money, money being moved. Seattle at Detroit. Detroit opened up at minus four and a half. They're moving to four. If it gets to... Three and a half, I'm absolutely taking Detroit. If it gets to three, I'm absolutely taking Detroit. That's a that's an absolute whatever. Uh, stop me if you have anything to say. Mm-hmm. Titans uh, at Indy. Indy open minus three. Now it's moving to three and a half. 
I get that. That seems like a big yeah. switch fucking thing, you know, as well. Uh, Jets in Pittsburgh. This is a little surprising to me. The Jet, uh, the Pittsburgh opened at minus three and a half. It's currently Pitt minus three. I, it surprised me a little bit because Zach Wilson has no influence on the spread via Vegas or via the public. Right. Right. Like I, I could kind of. Well, we don't. It's know. all in a fog, dude. We don't, we don't know. know. We can't right. see. What's he gonna do? We can't see, dude. I would, I would, I would really, I would be interested to see this go down to two and a half. I would, I, I think it's gonna, I, I think it's gonna keep moving because to me, it, I think Trubisky sucks. Yeah, he couldn't throw a pick for me when I needed him to. So yeah. fucking um, I whatever. Think, I think I'm being so sacrilegious right now in, uh, you know, breaking the Jets pick gambling rule because if I bet on them this week and they look tasty. That's three straight weeks I will have bet on the Jets already, and we're in week four. Yeah, yeah, it's... You know, it's sacrilegious. No, I mean, what are you doing? Trubisky um, sucks, dude. He does, but... Car- they're 0-7 without TJ Watt since they drafted him. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. You're mm-hmm. right. Yeah, I, I don't know why it took so long for that to click for me, but... Uh, Panthers versus Arizona. Carolina open minus one. Where's the one now? Carolina's minus one and a half. My minor movement, and obviously from Thursday to Sunday, they're gonna even probably even move more. But this is one of those. This is one of those games. Why? Why with when you're when you were just told Christian McCaffrey's not a hundred percent, missed two straight practices. But he's gonna. But he should play. But he's not a hundred percent. Is Arizona that bad? I think so. Is, is is Cliff on the hot seat already? I think so. Right? Cliff's been on the hot seat since it's fucking since backyard, Kyler got it's drafted. Backyard football every time they snap the ball. Wild. It's there fucking one backyard target. Football. There is one target, and people still fail to cover him. Marquise Brown, and he's been catching the same fucking passes. These little fucking routes that are like a a five yard catch, and then it's like four after the catch, and it's fucking weird to see because it's. You're looking at this. Yeah, I think I forgot what the what it was. I think it was like ten targets, seven catches, like 140 yards. One guy, and the defenses aren't stopping one guy. Well, it this won't be less. for long. Ky- it won't be for long. Kyler's running around the pocket like a toddler that's not trying to give up his mom's tablet, dude. Yeah, he's buying time. That's a pretty good. Uh, that's a great analogy. Yeah. James. love that. Scooting around back there like a little child, dude. Run around like a dog with their socks in his mouth. It's fucking. It's not a bad one either. No, it's no. not. I, I I didn't know if it was gonna hit, but that was pretty good. Here we go. Uh, Packers at New England. Uh, Packers opened up minus ten and a half. It's now nine and a half. Interesting. Interesting. Don't know why. Don't know why. We have it, and also to specify, no, we don't know what's going on with Mac. Oh Max, no, we yeah. know, dude. Mac's not He's done so not four to six. Yeah, minimum. but Bel- Belichick's still saying this bullshit about we're <laughs> taking it day okay. to day. So here is a little history lesson for you, and we'll do it <laughs> quick. Bill Belichick used to list Tom Brady on the injury report as doubtful or questionable every fucking week for twenty years, dude. You do not listen to a word Bill Belichick says. He's playing fucking chess. He's playing so, 3D chess while everyone else is out here playing chess. Uh, if by I the way, may, he I, needs he might need surgery, dude. They said that his high his high ankle sprain is so severe that if he wasn't most, no different, that normal people would definitely need surgery. 
He's missing four to six minimum. It's going to be Brian Hoyer. Makes no sense to me that the line drops. Okay, I was, that was my next question. Who the fuck's playing quarterback in this Brian Hoyer? Cam Newton, not on any team right now, right? Nope, available. No, no, available. We're not, no, we're not doing Stop that. it. He's on IM Athlete. Yeah, What's next? What? Uh, it's funny that Brendan Marshall actually uh, said on ESPN today that uh, it's time to put Bill Belichick on the hot seat. But we'll move on. Casey okay, uh, uh, but Burris Buccaneers. Casey opened minus three. It is now minus three and a half. Hey, yes, three and a half. Two and a half. One. <laughs> okay, interesting. So, how much money is being placed on? <laughs> like, what's going on here? Right. Yeah. All right. Le- and last one: uh, Rams uh, versus San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers opened up. At minus two and a half. And now they are minus one. Yeah, I and said on Tuesday. I said on Tuesday, fucking smash that now because if they're still underdogs by Sunday, something's desperately wrong, dude. What, what's the matchup? I was thinking about making them my glizzy god, but now it's minus 49ers. one. I can't do it. Rams and 49ers. Hmm. So that's the line movement segment. Are we taking a break before injuries and we, DFS? Yes, that's correct. We're taking a break. All right, we'll be back in a flash. All right, guys, listen, Pat McAfee said it best. You got to look good to feel good. You got to feel good to play good. Well, we're going to help you guys look good with Saatchi Di Denaro, all right? It's the finest Italian material. It's fire. It's comfortable. And we got a saving for you, all right? You're going to use promo code HAVOC for 10% off your total purchase at SaatchiDDenaro.com. Also, check them out over at Instagram at SaatchiDDenaro. Saatchi Di Denaro, always authentic, never counterfeit. Welcome back, everybody. We're gonna start with the uh, the injury updates here, and then we're gonna move on to uh, daily fantasy. But first, what do we what do we got for uh, these injuries here? What are we looking at? All right, running through them quickly. Like I said, stop me if you want to make a make a statement about them. Uh, we got Tua, uh, head, back, ankle. He's all over the place. He's playing. Uh, he is playing. He's playing. He is playing tonight. That is tonight, obviously. Dalvin Cook shoulder questionable. They said he's probably playing. He's got a sling on. He's got a sling on. Just what? saying. What? I think he comes out halfway through the game, but that's how we get there. Quarterback Jameis Winston back. Yeah, four crack vertebrae. Jarvis Landry, ankle. Out. Michael Thomas, foot. Mm, Landry's out, you think? I think Landry's out, yeah. Okay. DeAndre Swift. They said that he Doubtful. should sit two to four weeks. Yeah. Dan Campbell said that. So right. I would assume Jay, Jay Will gets a lot, a lot Oh, my more. God. He's probably, yeah. yeah. That guy's about a feast. Uh, Montgomery. Out, right? Yeah, Khalil, Khalil Herbert, another guy that's going to feast. Oh. Uh, Wandell uh, Robinson, knee, questionable, did not practice. Kadarius Tony, man's always hurt, hasn't practiced. Dallas Goddard, shin, hasn't practiced. Josh Allen, hand on the report, I don't think it's that big of an issue. He's an Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Josh um, Allen, quarterback, right? Josh Allen, quarterback. Herbert, ribs. I'm assuming he played last week. Yeah, he played last week. He's going to play this week. I I think that affected him. I don't think he should. He should just rest. rest. No, I think last week it it definitely affected him. His play. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Keenan Allen trying to give it a go. Was he back in practice? Uh, I walked out of practice by doctors, actually. I read. He should mm-hmm. probably. He's probably going to wind up sitting. Sitting. I mean, yeah. season from hell for them, right? Because also, this isn't going to be on the list because we're doing fantasy Defense, plays. Yes. Rashawn Slater, left tackle, done for the year, torn biceps. Yes. Then. Nick, uh, Joey Bosa, sorry, needs surgery on his groin, going to the IR. Yeah. They expect him maybe back. Um, 
Dur- not Derwin James. The J.C. Jackson has not been recovering great from that ankle surgery in the offseason. No. They're beat up all over the fucking place. Yeah. They're hurting. Somebody else who's absolutely mangled, uh, A.J. Green, Rondell Moore of the Cardinals, wide receivers. Uh, A.J. Green not practicing. Rondell Moore? I haven't heard anything. Confirm. Yeah. Cannot confirm. Might play. But he hasn't played all year. So. Let's get on the horse, Rondell. Yeah. No, we're, we're waiting on you. Mac Jones uh, <laughs> says questionable slash doubtful. I'm going to say. We Alski. thought about this. It's an we were there. No. I'm going to say Alski. Uh Jacoby Myers, knee. Jacoby Myers. I think no. I would he also might, say no. He might play. He was looking good this week. He has absolutely but... no value. And I, even even don't if start does, him. No zero shot with 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 Brian Hoyer. I don't with Brian that. Hoyer. I don't think you should start any Patriots uh, players. Maybe besides Ramondre, but don't start any of them. Uh, uh, Christian Watson. I think he's out. I think he's out too. Hunter Renfro concussion. He definitely did. out. No? no. Yeah, I thought he practiced. I think he's practicing, but I don't think he should play. Okay. Godwin, knee, hamstring, and Julio Jones, knee. Definitely I think no on both of them is what I heard. Apparently, it was a partial PCL tear for uh, Julio. So So that's, yeah. Partial, I think so. So that's the injury report. Um, There's some big names on there. I think we could say this. We didn't even bring on McCaffrey. Right. Oh, yeah. right. McCaffrey yeah, like, quad. I, I, could, I, I think I could comfortably say, maybe I'm, maybe this is me. Maybe I say this every year, but there are a lot of injuries this year to top stars. And maybe I say that every year in week four. Maybe I'm like, you know, but I can't remember it until like, you know, the year goes by and I'm like, there's a lot of injuries this year. I think it's more prevalent than now because I think we're starting to see a shift in a, in a football generation. Oh, Sterling Shepard, 20 ACL. Yeah. Done for the year. Well, Done for the year. Yeah. But he's not really, I don't want to say fantasy relevant. True. He ki- kind of. I mean, just daily fantasy. If you're in a deep league and yeah. you're desperate. You know, I had him. You know. I dropped him. I had him. I mean, that guy, I feel so bad for that guy. Everybody, I don't he's know person, dog, obviously. Man. Everybody says he's like one of the nicest human beings I've ever met. Everybody around there. Now, real quick, before we get to Daily Fantasy, I just want to make one quick statement. And, you know, give me one quick statement answer. So use mm. it wisely. Okay? Yeah. Odell Beckham Jr. signs with the Giants. No. True, True or false? False. True. I'm glad. That he, I'm glad. Because I just, it makes me How do you go back? Inside. You just go back. It's easy. You just go back. You know why? They'll they will welcome him with open arms. I'm a giant fan. I know. Will you cry if we'll you see him? Cry. Will you have you a tear? Can't will you make tear up? Me cry unless the Mets win the World Series. Then I'll cry. That's how. That's how. You told me you were crying when fucking what's his name was throwing no hitters. Um. No. Edwin. No, no hitter. Yeah, I did. That's a different moment. Odell coming back to catch forty balls and six hundred yards and a couple touchdowns. And the Giants finishing fucking, what is it, 6-12 and 12 now? No, 6-11, and 11, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That don't do it for me. A no-hitter that hasn't happened in fucking, to happen twice in fucking 62 years? Yeah, watching all down to a whip and a nay-nay. That does <laughs> it. Stadium, not that make does cry. it, yeah. There are levels to, like, fandom. And you have to, I think you have to learn that. Until you've seen things that haven't been accomplished in a billion years, then you see, all right. When the Without Knicks go doubt. to the playoffs, I might might feel a certain way. But the Knicks, if when the Knicks make a decent playoff, right? Run. So the Knicks are like how I well, I feel like the Knicks and the Mets. I feel equally about they're my whole heart. But anyway, um, two halves of your whole. Yeah, heart. and I love the Giants. I do. I really love the Giants. But I just 
It doesn't do it for you. It's like the Mets are the first You've one. seen two of them already, too, though. Yeah, it's, it does. You've, it's, you've it, seen yeah. two. You've yeah. seen but I would welcome him back with open arms, and I feel like I need to say it because Saquon Barkley called uh, Odell right after the game ended. Uh, to the we need you, bro. And, we said, and said we need you, yeah. Uh, so let's, that's besides That's a little point. touching. Keep it on moving. Brian is not here, but his daily fantasy segment sure as fuck is. Woo-hoo. Mr. Anthony Alessino yes, has it on his phone right there. I mean, I do have it over here if you don't want to feel if you feel like you're doing all the talking, uh, I can do Brian's Daily Fantasy. I'll just go and you guys tell me. Uh, just tell me Why don't we ping pong this a little bit? Let's, whatever uh, you want to do. I'll let's do, do this. I'll start with the quarterbacks and you guys can catch up or whatever you want to do. Okay. So QB, solid. I think it's pretty um, – I, I think this is at this point – uh, no longer a, uh, hidden, no longer a mystery. I think we all know. We that know this. Yeah. Jalen Hurts' value is, um, at least in fantasy in general, is 100%, out of control. Yeah. Uh, he's 8,200 versus Jacksonville. Jacksonville's defense has been way better than I thought it would be. Yeah, so, but time will still tell. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, of course. So we have value plays for quarterbacks. We have Geno Smith um, at Detroit. Detroit hasn't really been great. Um Detroit's given up a lot of points, but they're also scoring a lot of points. Brian didn't have this. I will throw in Jared Goff. Yeah, 100%. So 100% for the same score reason. score a well, lot of points. You know, so I want a quick thought here. Quick little little uh, thought. I think the Detroit Lions are the shootout candidate of the year. And I don't know what we should call this, but the uh, we, we got to come up with a little name for this. Like our the, shooters. The, the, that, G- the Geno Smith West Virginia University Award. That's a pretty good that's one. That's a lot. That's the shootout of shootouts. No, I know, dude. but it's a lot yeah. to, like, you know, um, yeah, that's the mouth point. up, you know. Yeah. WVU award? I, I'm okay with that. I love Detroit. I loved them last year. I loved them two years ago, and they just keep letting me down. So uh, yeah. Washington still has hope to be in that conversation for the shootout award. So does Jacksonville. Jacksonville scores sure a shit ton of points. Do. But any other quarterbacks that you could think of, <coughs> excuse me, for value plays or – I mean, I don't have numbers in front of me. I mean, like, I feel like Jalen Hurts at this point, we know what's going on. So I feel like that's the solid guy. There's no really other people you could count on at this point. I mean, there are, but for where we got him, I think that's a def- definite right there. And uh, your value plays, Geno Smith really is kind of the only uh, the only guy here. Yeah, I, and Ger- I, I like Jared Goff I too. I but, Gino, but, I mean, whatever. I did, I, it seems like Geno is – we're in a weird when you think about here. Daily Fantasy, he's more of a um, game manager to me for some reason. I will take Derek Carr every single week if I have to. Yeah. Like, that guy is certified for 400 yards at any given moment. You never know when it's going to happen. It might happen once every five weeks, but it will ha- It will happen. It will hit. Certified yeah. For sure. Guy. Yeah, for but sure. Anyway, running backs. I'll do running backs and you guys take over wide receiver and tight end. Uh, we got running back studs. Saquon Barkley. For $8,000. He is the cheapest of the top running backs, and he has a very good matchup this week versus the Bears. Um, It seems like Saquon's always going to pop one, pop a tit. He seems like he's always going to get after one, right? For sure, yeah. Just show one sick move, and he's off to the races. I mean, we were were texting during the game last week, uh, Monday night, and I literally texted Jimmy. I said, oh, I thought he popped that one to the house. Right, mm-hmm. the very next play he popped to the house, and then Jimmy sure. said, "Sure did." He did. <laughs> there it is. He sure he did. So value, and I agree with this wholeheartedly. Uh, Khalil Herbert, the running hundred percent, one hundred percent. Now the only thing I'll say is, if you're in a big, 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 big league, now I mean money wise, I mean people, mm. where there's you know a hundred thousand you know contestants in one of these big drafting leagues, everybody's going to take this guy. 
Right. So if you really want to win the two million dollar top prize or whatever the top prize is, I don't play that. The, I don't play the big entry. I think it's a waste of time. But if you are gonna win that, you you, you, you almost gotta get lucky on you, something. You almost got to get away from him. Yeah, hundred percent. You got to. You got to get after it. You got to get in the studio. He did. What he did look great last week, and he does. He can catch the ball. So, I mean, that's huge, especially when. At least Justin Fields, in my opinion, is borderline lost. I don't. I, that guy doesn't throw the ball at They've all. They've done nothing to help. Oh him. my god, they're two and one, and it was just miraculous. I don't even know. You know, it's the battle of the fucking worst two and one teams in history: the Giants and and Bears. But whatever. Um, another value play that that Brian has is Josh Jacobs versus uh, the um, Broncos. Yeah, he said seems to be way underpriced. I don't know. I don't know what the price is on him because it's not written down here, but. Uh, he sucks, dude. Well, I think Josh Jacobs sucks. Keep that up because you're going to take a wide receiver, and I'm going to look up what his I'll do wide receiver. Is. So I got a just quick little insert here for running backs. Uh, one guy I'm looking at this week, maybe not. I don't play a lot of daily fantasy, but uh, Damian Pierce against the Chargers. I think that that might be uh, – you might get a little lucky there. You might find something in uh, there. They, they use, oh, Damian, I know we're talking so, about the volume here. So here Damian go. Pierce, you just said? Damian Pierce. He's hurt. No, he's not. No, he's not. You look it up. Google Damian Pierce right now. I promise you he's hurt. He returned to full practice today. Was a full participant in Thursday's practice. The last practice. thing that I read was Good. that Burkhead was going to have a heavy fucking... Hip isn't serious oh, really? issue, yeah. likely to play, and could be left off the injury report altogether. All right. Whatever. Fine. It's all right. You're just looking out for us. Uh, Khalil Herbert, 5,700. Uh, Damian Pierce, 5,600. Josh Jacobs, 5,500. Hilarious. Hilarity. Right? They're literally yeah. in order. Um, real deep plays. I wouldn't touch Dobbins. You want to say Ramondre Stevenson? I don't think that there's points there for him to be had. Rex Burke had 4,900. Uh, Dante Hilliard? Not bad at 4,900. Uh, and that's really... Dontrell Hilliard from Dontrell the, Dontrell from the Hilliard. Titans? Dante. Dante. Dante? Yeah. yeah. Dontrell, Dontrell Hilliard from yeah. the Titans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And uh, uh, Chuba Hubbard. If McCaffrey doesn't play, is only forty seven hundred. That's another one that everybody's going to play. Right. You gotta. You gotta be. You gotta keep. You your gotta. Eye. You gotta go pick that Bills fallback. That's what you gotta do. They're the, fun. The Chargers. Yeah. The Chargers. No, the no. Chargers one too. Zo. Zo. Remember Zober. Xander Horvath. There you go. Sure. Yeah. All right. Take well, over. I'm take uh, over wide receivers, wide receivers here. We got wide receiver. We got two stud options for you here. Number one, we have A.J. Brown versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. His price is 7,400 cool ones. Reasons here are the Eagles seem to be in a shootout every week so far. What's weird about this for me is if you actually look at it, dude, they're just jump. They have the biggest second quarter point differential of anybody in the NFL. Hmm. They're having monstrous second quarters and coasting out the second. Show me where I'm wrong. No, I, I they're I'm having, agreeing with you. They're having monstrous second quarters fan. and then riding out the second halves of games, dude. But, yes, they are scoring a lot of points. They are seemingly in shootouts every week, and we have a bad Jacksonville passing defense, which I agree with. Those boys can get up after it in the front seven, though. Here's you know, the thing you got to realize about teams that suck all the time. Um, they're constantly picking in the top 10, top 15 of the draft, so there's wild talent all over that front seven. Yeah. What were you going to say, Jack? Uh no nothing I uh all right I was gonna say Jacksonville can get after it too dude that's yeah that's yep one hundred percent I agree my not mine Brian's next thought we got C D Lamb versus Washington for sixty seven hundred again 
Washington always in shootouts, and Cooper Rush looks. Brian has written down here. Cooper Rush does not look bad. What I would say is he looks better than not bad. He looks competent. And I forgot who said it, but somebody said this in the media this week. The only reason this is not a quarterback quarterback controversy is because Dak makes too much money. Okay. So real quick before you jump on, Ceedee Lamb seven for seventy five with eleven targets. The first week Cooper Rush quarterback. Second week, 8 for 87 and a touchdown with 12 targets. With Dak, I know this means nothing, 2 for 29, 11 targets. So he's seeing 11 targets consistently. He's averaging 11.5 targets a game. And uh, for 67? I think that's the play. What else Not a you bad got? Play. So, value. We got the value guys here. You had something to add, Jack? Oh, no, I'm, I was going to ask you. Let's go to the value guys. All right, yeah, so we got value guys here. We got, got a guy who I've drafted in two of my three leagues late. You know, I might have used the last pick on him. It's Garrett Wilson of the Jets versus Pittsburgh at 5,400. I mean, we're got to be creeping towards the play, place where this is no longer a value play, right? Getting there pretty soon. Uh, you watch the, the, the tape of this guy. The separation at the line of scrimmage is unreal. And that is the crux of getting open in the NFL is what can you do with the line of scrimmage to shake away from this guy? He's always open. Seemingly should get better. Should get better being the key word with Zach, mm. with the more mobile quarterback. I'm starting to think I made the bad trade with Devontae Adams and him. Devontae Adams and who? When I gave up Devontae Adams. When I gave up Garrett Wilson in the first round mm. pick for Devontae Adams. Yeah. It's rough. You're trying to go win now. Well, yeah. Uh, so, Pittsburgh's defense, not great. They're 0-7 without T.J. Watt. <coughs> yeah. You have to with the targets that this guy's getting so early, so fast. 5,400, you probably got to go play him. This is another guy that I've drafted in at least one league. Zay Jones of the Jaguars playing Denver for $4,200. So, well, just real quick, Garrett Wilson's targets in the first three. Five. I don't know why it says... Renfro wasn't even at practice on Wednesday. Maybe a little miscue because he yeah. was he was because a Raider last year. Zay Maybe Jones. this is supposed to be Matt Collins. Maybe. No, Maybe. Jacksonville's playing. Garrett Wilson had eight targets his, his first game, 14 the second, and 11 the third. So he's definitely getting targets. And you look at, like, the advanced percentages on, like, his snaps. It's like he's only playing X amount of snaps, but he's on, like, off his snaps, 90% uh, the of them usage. are passing yeah, plays. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, Jacksonville is not playing Denver, so this has got to this be. This has to be Matt Collins. This has to be Matt Collins versus Denver at 4,200 with Renfro not even being a practice on Wednesday. Okay, so Matt Collins last week was 8 for 158 and a touchdown with 11 targets. He and he's eight, out targeting Devontae Adams. He had, that won't happen for long. But he had but he had don't don't get me upset, Jack. All right. He had eight targets week two for five uh five receptions for sixty-six yards. So I mean, yeah. My fear is that you get into these shootouts and Matt Collins becomes incredibly useful. Denver will just refuses to get into a shootout. Yeah. They refuse to put up 14 points. So I don't really know. They refuse to play offense and they agree to play defense. Like yeah. So the, their motto seems like they're just going to eke out low scoring games. They're like, oh, 2018 right. Peyton Manning's so, here or whatever year that was. 2015 Peyton Manning's here. Oh, okay. I'm a little nervous about it. But anyway. Tight ends. For the stud tight end play, it's, you know, none other than Mark Andrews going up against Buffalo 7100. Don't know about Jordan Poyer, but Micah Hyde's on the shelf, right? 
think Jordan Poyer is still going to be hurt. That yeah, that so secondary too. is largely banged up. Yeah. Buffalo has been in it. Jesus, again. Has has had a bit of a tendency to give up points other than that Tennessee game so far this year. Obviously, Mark Andrews is one of the only targets with a pulse in that Baltimore offense. Got to be a smart play at tight end. The value play here is going to be our long-lost cousin, TJ Hawkinson, versus the Seattle Seahawks at $4,100. I agree entirely with this. Yeah, I like that a lot. I'm going to go... And Hawk's been cold so far. Yeah. So I'm going to go another value play. Najoku. I can see it. He did unbelievable last week, and he was 37, he's 3700 this week. But this is what we've been waiting for. When Najoku... You know? Is this sustainable? Is this really? Uh, I don't know, but they fed him last week. Like, legitimately just fed him. It's weird because now that we're here, Jacoby Brissett has been finding ways to get balls to playmakers at a alarmingly decent rate. Oh, it's incredible how bad Baker Mayfield is. Yeah. Bro, he is the worst dead last 33rd ranked quarterback in QBR this year. 33rd ranked with, with... Only how many starting quarterbacks in the NFL? 32. Right. So that means no. somebody, so, there's a backup somewhere that played. To, to uh, hammer this point. Rush. Yeah. But to to hammer this point forward, first it was it was Amari Cooper. Because Amari Cooper last year, not great. Amari Cooper this year, finding value, getting targets, performing. Right, but Amari Cooper wasn't playing with the Browns last year. Exactly. Baker Mayfield was playing with Odell on the Browns last year. And... Odell wasn't getting it, went to the Rams, made it work. So it's speaking more towards Baker Mayfield. But to get back to Brissett, now we got Njoku making moves, making production. Oh, Bless excuse you. Excuse me. What I'm not saying Brissett's getting better than serviceable, but we're finding ways to get balls to uh to guys who can make a play or guys who are going to produce. And I think that's something you need to look at moving forward. I think that's something we need to kind of pay attention to before we get Deshaun back. But uh, any other any other thoughts here? We got the Giants defense at $3,100 going up against an absolutely abysmal Chicago offense. These boys are 2-1. and one. They've had 23 total pass attempts or completions. Completions. 23 pass completions through three games now. <laughs> Giants look tough on that's defense. That's fucking horrific. 23 completions through three games. Tibbs is, we hope, still going to keep showing up, keep getting better every snap. Aziz Ojolari, they both seem to be shaking off some rust on Monday night. Eventually, these guys find a way to get home. This defense is only going to get better, you know, barring injury or something catastrophic mm-hmm. happening. It's got to be a smart play against Chicago. That's horrific. I know Gi- Brian took the Jets Justin last Field week. Justin sucks. <laughs> I know Brian took the Jets last week, and, um, you know, he's not here to speak for himself about it. But, hey, what are you going to do? They, the Jets largely the defense largely held up for the yeah, most part. I think they two, two or three bad plays. What are you gonna do? Uh, anything else for you on daily fantasy before we take a break? Uh no, I'm, I'm good. good. I'm good. All right, well, uh, we'll take a break and we'll get back at you. It's a new year, and with new year comes new resolutions. And what's gonna help you complete the resolutions that you set forward for yourself this year? inspiration and we have just the company for you that's focused around inspiration head on over to staythirstyco.com and put in the code havoc to get 15 percent off on your next order and make sure you take a look over at the winter 2022 collection that's staythirstyco.com drop the oy and focus on you 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We're going to put together our thousand collective units. So uh, Hold on, hold on, hold on. We are going to do that. First and foremost, the best way to support the show is to support the sponsors. You support the sponsors. You are supporting the boys, helping us chase a dream and get out of this basement. We are going to put our collective units down, but first we need to review to you. It was a terrible fucking week for um, all of us as a team. We lost all thousand, okay? We had 400 on the Detroit money line. We had 100 on the Jets money line. We had 100 on the Washington Philly over. 100 on the Chargers minus 7. 100 on the Giants minus 1. And 100 on uh, parlay with the Rams minus 2. The Chiefs minus 5.5. Baltimore minus 3. We're down to minus 1650 on the year. We have $1,000 to play with in $100 units. So we have potentially 10 $100 bets we can place. Let's go through the slate right now. This is obviously excluding Thursday night. Vikings versus Saints. Vikings are minus two and a half. The over-under is 43 and a half. Not excited about touching this one. No. I have zero, zero interest. No. Tit- Titans, Colts. Colts are home. They're minus three and a half. The over-under is 43. Feels like a trap to me. The AFC South, I need more data before I'm willing to put units on. I can't agree with that statement, but I like the under. No. Chicago Bears tra- traveling to MetLife Stadium to take on the Giants, where the Giants will be a three-point favorite. The over-under is 39.5. Don't know how I feel about the over-under. I'm very just off on over-unders this year. I'm, I'm getting off of them. Do love the Giants minus three, though. I like the Giants. I like it. I like the over, but... Well, write it down. We'll circle back. Going to Buffalo, traveling to Baltimore, where Buffalo will be home favorites with a minus three. The over-under is 51, which seems crazy high to me. This is a big game for Baltimore, right? Big game for both of them. You think? I don't think Josh Allen wants to drop two in a row. No, no one wants to drop two in a row. In an MVP year. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Lamar might be having another MVP year, dude. This is a this, well, is, a head, this is a big head-to-head I here. I think I like the over in this one. I think the over. We got two shootouts. Well, you just said teams. you're not touching the over in the last fucking game. I didn't say that I was going to put action on it. I just uh, think I like the right. over in this one. I think the over is a... a what, do you, what do you like the Bills in this? No, I don't. I wouldn't touch you want, it. You don't want to touch it. No. Fine with me. Chargers going to Houston, where they will be minus five, despite the slew of injuries we discussed earlier in the show. It's over 45, over under 45. I don't, I don't wanna, know if I love this one either. If I'm I don't want to touch it. You. I like Houston plus five. Um, that's that's why I said I'm a, like I don't know if I want to touch it because I don't know if I love Houston plus five. You know, yeah. but that's like the closest I feel because the Chargers. I'm just I'm down on the Chargers right now. Houston will compete, but the Chargers are going to come out pissed off. And you know what kind of painkillers is Herbie going to be on? Who knows? Seattle, Detroit. Detroit is four point favorites at home. Over under is forty eight even. I love Detroit in this one. I love Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. What's the spread? Four. Okay. Next, we have the Jets traveling to Pittsburgh. Well, they they will be three and a half point 
Road Dogs. The over-under is 41 and a half. Love the under. Do you? Yeah. I don't hate the under, but... I don't hate the under, but I don't love the under. Um, I do love Jets plus three and a half. I do love Jets winning this game. Take it. Let's just... Trubisky sucks. We'll circle back. Let's just keep it moving. Look, I I understand wanting to be gun-shy with Zach's first game. I get that. But if there's to be action, I'm never going to put my money in the hands of Mitch Trubisky, dude. Jaguars are going to travel to Philly. Philly's six and a half point favorites. Over under is 45 and a half. I kind of like Jacksonville. Money line or plus six and a half? Well, we're down big, down bad, right? Yeah. We'll circle back. I like Jacksonville's money line, though. Washington Commies traveling to Dallas. Dallas is going to be a three-point favorite. Dak is not going to go in this one, right? Still Cooper Rush? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Over-under is 41 and a half. Um, you've got you've to gotta think under in this one, right, with that Cowboys defense? And Carson Wentz being an aberration? I don't know. Carson Wentz being an absolute fucking liability? I don't know. I'm not touching the over-under. Well Listen, I love the Cowboys here. That's it. Fuck the Commies, America's team. I think this is what's written in the stone the here. The Detroit Lions are America's team now. What? Is, what is, yeah, what, you what, say what, that. What's Dallas minus what? Three. I'll write it because you want it. But I'll yeah, we'll write it. We'll circle back. Cleveland Browns traveling to Atlanta, where they will be minus one on the road. Over unders forty seven and a half. I want nothing to do with any part of this game. I agree. I mean, Arizona seems like a shoe in, but we'll say we'll say we'll leave it. Go ahead. We're talking Cleveland, Atlanta, not Arizona, Carolina. Oh, sorry, I was looking at. What did you say? Cleveland, Atlanta. <laughs> no, I'm not touching that. Where Cleveland's minus one. Now we can go Arizona, Carolina. I like Arizona. Arizona like plus Arizona. one and a half over forty three and a half. I like Arizona plus one and a half. I like the over. You know how I get once the game starts, I'm fucking panicky. Yeah, well, I'm like a fucking the cocaine Cardinals, Cardinals dude. Betting on them's like doing cocaine. You're up, you're yeah, down, you're happy, but, you're sad. But you just said it's Baker Mayfield. You I know, Baker's it. terrible. Yep. Denver Broncos going to Las Vegas. The Raiders are two and a half point favorites. The over-under is 45 and a half. I think I like the Raiders in this game. I mean, they but can't lose. They can't, but they lose, it's over. If they lose, it's over. If they lose, it's over now in the coffin. What is it, minus? They're minus two and a half, the Raiders. It's over-under is 45 and a half. Legitimately over before it starts. Yeah, if they lose, the season's over a month in. New England Patriots are plus nine and a half in Lambeau Field to the Green Bay Packers. The over-under is 40 and a half. I, I just feel like you, you want to say it's got to go under, right? Because what's Brian Hoyer going to do against this Packers D? And uh, you got to love Green Bay minus nine and a half. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The Patriots are dog shit, dude. Now you're going to take away their quarterback? Fuck you and your little laugh, dude. I had to sit through 20 years of Thomas Brady and all the Super Bowl rings in the world and beating the Jets 43-6 to on fucking primetime. The Patriots are dog shit now. And Belichick yeah. is still there. Yeah. I'm going to fucking revel in it, dude. Yeah. You guys are dog shit this year. What? I'm going to smash the Packers minus nine and a half. What? Fuck you, Bill. What? Guy's whatting me, dude. He's hitting me with a what chant. Goes to one wrestling event and hits me with a what chant, bro. Did you like what? it? What? Whatever, let's keep moving on. What? Did you like All it? All right, enough. 
Love it. B. Yeah. Marsh was right. Kansas City Chiefs Sunday night game are going to Tampa Bay. The game is going to stay in Tampa Bay despite the hurricane going on down there in Florida right now. This game right here I have as a pick. But you said KC was minus one yeah, where you were. Yeah, it could have moved, yeah. It could have moved since then. So, I mean, dude, I – Now, yeah. What are we – over this under? Is, this is the – we did it for the hurricane. You know what I mean? We want it for – Yeah, I I'm just – I'm not touching this bullshit. I want to touch it. Over under is 45 and a half. Uh, it's because the fucking Buccaneers can't score. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. What Brady? What Brady's offense are we gonna get? I don't think it's him. I think it's everybody. No, it's not him. It's it's everything. Going to the Monday night game, we have the Rams at the Niners. The Niners are one and a half point favorites. For what reason? I could not tell you. Don't understand why they were three and a half point favorites earlier in the week. The over under is forty two and a half. Brain says under, but, you know, it doesn't really make much sense. You know, not that it doesn't make much sense, but it didn't make much sense when Atlanta blocked the fucking punt. Joe Mixon. Really? Mm. God damn it. All right. Yeah, buddy. One part of the parlay. Done. Anyway. Fantastic. Got one loss in the books already. Love that. Um, they literally drove downfield like nothing on them. All right. Fantastic. So, like we were saying, Rams should not be underdogs in this game. Don't understand it. Jimmy Garoppolo seems frustrated. He showed you all the reasons why they chose to move on from him when he played last week. Gotta love Rams plus one and a half. Got Rams even money at the money line. I like him. So, we're ready? Here we go. I'm sitting up for it. Um... How do you want to do this? How do you want to get this money back? What do we have written down there? Dallas minus three. Well, let's maybe, do you want to be a little crazy here? How crazy? Crazy, dude. We take I'll be out, swinging? We're taking out a calculator real quick. Okay. You know, we're gonna, let's get a little wild here. If we're getting crazy, I think I think we should. You know what kind of crazy your boy likes to get? When it's time to take out the old shovel, right? I think it's time. I think it's time we take a swing. We put two glizzies in one bun, dude. What you on? You on Houston Jacksonville? Where are you going? Jets Jacksonville. Jets Jacksonville. I can't seem to. I'm sorry. Give me one second here. Let me get it up. Yeah, if you can, you know. I mean, let's see what we got here. Jets, Jacksonville, parlay that. Oh, that's why. Plus 703. Jets money line, Jacksonville Jaguars money line, plus 703. 703. You throw a unit or two on that? I think two units. If we're getting crazy, we got two. I don't know. I'm a little... You're we're getting little, crazy. We're swinging. You're, you're, you're in, scared you're of the in, Jets. Yeah, because you're in Pittsburgh. But I get they're 0-7 with, uh, without J.J. Watt. Uh, T.J. Watt. They're also 0-7 without J.J. Watt. Yeah, I mean, they're all in a million yeah, without you know, J.J. Watt, I guess. Listen. So. Listen. I don't, I don't do this too often. I don't try and get other people on my own train because I just do my own thing. But right now, we got to get a little crazy. We got we to gotta 
We got to get some energy in here, all right? I like to swing, but apparently right now we're going to put two glizzies and one bun, okay? Two glizzies, one bun. Can all you right. get can you get with me? Uh, I, can we take a trip? Can we take a uh a What's the word I'm thinking? What's the right? song lyrics? I, I'm having a stroke. Come on, ride the train. Woo, woo. No. Yeah. Ride it, ride it, ride it. Come on, ride the train. You guys heard of my ears. 100? You want to do 100? 100 to win 703. Why not? 100 for 703. All right. Not risking a lot, you know? One unit, nine remaining. Now, I mean, I kind of personally feel like, do we, should we go big on, on uh the G-Men? I was going to say Gangrene, but that's the Jets. Giants minus three. They got to beat the Bears, right? Stop it. Stop it with this nonsense. 200 Giants minus three. Sure. 200 Giants. Three units down, seven remaining. Uh... What's your number one play? Number one play. Number one play. I, I'd say five hundred on line. Lions minus. Yeah. Five. Yeah. So Let's what go we got? Five fifty, dude. Five fifty. Five fifty to win five hundred on the Detroit Lions minus four. And then we got a hundred and fifty to play with. I mean, 150 on the Rams money line at even money. I think that's... We could do the can't miss, but most definitely will. Big dick swing parlay. There's not that much action that I love this week. We already put two glazes of one bun. We can't swing anymore. We could do Jets plus three. You see what you're doing? minus four. We're swinging too much around. Let the There's, man talk. Well, you guys want to swing big dicks, and then I go to... Take it out, son. Let's see it. All right. Browns minus one. Browns minus one. And let's do Arizona straight. Jets, so straight. Jets plus three and a half. Arizona straight. Browns minus one. Odds? And, and the Lions minus, minus four. four. Yeah. And what do you got on that? 13-28. For... Hundred fifty wins, two thousand one hundred and forty-two. I'm in. Put it in. It qualifies as a swing, so I I have to give it my stamp of approval. I I can't say no. Cards. That's it. Cards. Browns. Jets and Lions. But Jets with the points. So we're covering. Jets with the points. All right. So read those off one more time for us. All right, we got 150 on a 14 parlay. Cardinal straight, Browns minus one, Jets plus three, Lions minus four. That's 150 to win 2,142. We got 550 on the Lions minus four to win 500. We got 200 on the G-Men minus three to win 190. Uh, 180, right? 180, sorry. I lied, 180. And we got 100 on the Jets-Jaguars straight. That'll pay seven hundred and three. That's your that. So Sounds now we'll delightful. go into against the spread locks, parlays, glizzy gods. Um, I'll just tell you mine. 
I don't know if we have everyone's right now calibrated because we don't have Brian with us. Well, I have Brian. But I went, no, I mean last week. Oh, oh. I went 0 for 3 against the spread. I had Chargers minus 3, Buffalo minus 5.5, KC minus 5.5. I went 1 for 2 on locks. I had locked Baltimore money line over 47.5 in the Philly game and the Detroit money line. My parlay had Buffalo and KC involved, so it got blown up, and I was a miss on the Jets as the glizzy guy. Just hand me. No, 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 no. The uh, shit. Thank you, sir. This week for picks, I will give you Brian's first and foremost because I have it right in front of me here. Against the spread, he is going to go Minnesota minus three, Atlanta plus one, New York Giants minus two and a half. Now give me one second here, and I will also pull up. Pancake Louie. Never mind. No, I won't. Brian's locks are going to be the Rams plus one and a half, the under in the Tampa Bay Kansas City game, and Detroit minus four. He's going to parlay the over in the. Oh, he's got a good old over under parlay for us, dude. Over Washington versus Dallas, under Arizona versus Carolina, under Green Bay versus New England. Now, me personally here, I'm going to go against the spread. And I'm going to go Giants minus three. Cowboys minus three. Colts minus three and a half. Jack Ralicino, ATS. Against the spread, uh, I'm going to go Giants, Cowboys, and uh, say the spread. Minus three, minus three. I'm pretty sure, right? And uh, I like the Giants. If not Giants, the uh, Lions four and a half or four. Parlay could be three. The three team parlay. Yeah. Do you have your against the spread pick? Yeah, my my against the spread picks are my locks. Oh, it's both. Yep. Okay, so I'll say Brian's locks first, and then we'll turn it over to you. Brian's locking the Rams plus one and a half. The Tampa... Oh, I said Brian's locks already. What are we doing here? Shot shit. Go ahead. Okay, here we go. Hit me with your locks, dude. The locks and the spreads. Jacksonville Jaguars plus six and a a half. One lock. One lock. Detroit minus four. One lock. Indy minus three and a half. You want to parlay now, or no? Hold, hold off for a second. My locks. I'm gonna go ahead throw a good old double lock on the uh, Detroit Lions, and then uh, I'm gonna single lock Dallas Cowboys. James, I'm breaking got? out the triple lock on Green Bay minus nine and a half. Enough, wow. of, enough of this bullshit with the Patriots, dude. It's like Rogers that. time. Discount, double check. One thing I know for sure, because Pancake Louie's picks are on my phone, which is also the camera, and I thought I had him on the Mac, but I do not, unfortunately. He triple locks Cincinnati minus three and a half tonight. Okay. That I know okay. for sure. That's, not, that's pretty good. Yeah. It's 7-3 right now, but the Dolphins drove the ball away to the goal line and then kicked the field goal. Tremendous. Tremendous. We're doing great. Tyreek Hill has one catch for 25 yards. Um, 
I'm gonna name my parlay every week is gonna be the uh I'm gonna name it every week I'm gonna name it. Play a little fun little game myself. I'm gonna call this the week four do or die parlay. Um so I'm gonna go Colts, Cardinals, and Raiders all straight. It's plus four thirty one. Okay. So uh I'm gonna call it a do or die because if any of these teams lose they're in a lot of trouble. Say we could say season over for the Raiders, right? Do you agree? Yeah, no, own four. It's season done. over for the Raiders. You know, Colts not season over because they have that tie and they're in not a great division. But this is a game against the Titans that they sh- they need to take. You know what I mean? Um, and then Cardinals versus Panthers. I mean, with McCaffrey questionable, how are we even considering this right now? Got to get it done. Have to get it done. So those are my, uh, that's my do or die week four parlay. My parlay this week is going to be Lions money line. Cowboys minus three. Browns minus one. Packers minus nine and a half at plus 748. Jack. Give me a minute. I'm uh I'm finishing it up here. Cooking it. It's still in, bro. It's it's almost there. Man, this guy found a word, and he's just. I found more than a word. He's just he found a stew. He found stew tonight, ladies and gentlemen. He found the word stew, and it's been, re- word vomit ever since. All right, so my parlay, we're going to call this, uh, I, don't, I don't know what to call this. You don't, definitely... no, 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 you don't have to. That's my thing. You don't have to do that. All right, it's your thing. All right, that's fine. So Don't call it anything. In the stew here, we got the Giants minus three. We got the Jets plus three and a half. We got the Cowboys minus three. We got the Cardinals plus one and a half. And we got the Rams plus one and a half. And the uh, the odds here are plus one nine plus one thousand nine hundred eighty eight. All right, what would you call it? I mean, what James? You didn't have higher odds than one. Not even close. No. Uh, what do you think it's gonna be called, dude? Come on, now. you want me to say it? Oh, yeah, I want you to say it. That's the fucking point of this. That show. is the motherfucking <laughs> big dick swing of the week. Can we, do we have a record count on his big dick swing? It's over. Whatever it is, it's over. There's Didn't no he way hit one, one time? he might have hit one one time. I don't so know. if the big dick swing of the week hits this week, is it a is it a first or a second time? Whatever, we'll celebrate like we're fucking champions. We'll have stew for dinner. I don't like that you're Glizzy got pick of the week time. Me and Brian have the same one. It's the New York Jets. I'm, I know I lost on the Jets last week. I'm going back to the well this week. Ah, uh, you. Trubisky's fucking awful, oh, dude. Oh, I forgot. You don't have a glizzy god. Why? Well, I, I mean, give me a fucking half a second. Jack, what's your glizzy god of the week? Glizzy god of the week, Jacksonville Jaguars. Love that. Mm. Really good one. Brian rode with you? I mean, yeah, but I, you know, he. I don't think he knew that I was riding oh, okay. on him. I'll ride with Jack. All right. 
Doug, so Doug that... Peterson going back yeah. to Philly. Oh, yeah. I'll ride with it. I'll ride with it. All right, so I will say this, Pancake Louie. I know you're listening. I'm sorry I didn't get your picks in. Obviously, it's a uh, different show. Usually, we have Brian in the chair I'm in right now. Shit happens. I'm sorry I couldn't get your picks in. We'll announce them on Tuesday. You're still in the mix. You're doing better than anybody else right now. So good on you. We will find your picks. We'll announce them on Tuesday. That is what it is. Closing statements, questions, remarks, concerns. I think we need. I think we need a bounce back week. Hundred percent. Everybody bounce got back beat up week three. Week three. I think we're gonna we're gonna get after it. I think that's what's gonna happen. I think we'll find a way. You know, we we're just gonna get. We there. absolutely life always finds a way, Jack. Jurassic Park, life finds a way, and it always will. I need one of you guys to hit the outline if that's the show. Go ahead. As always, we're brought to you by Stay Thirsty Co. Justin's Chop Shop, West Hampton Beach, Dino Skate Park, Tiger Pack Productions, and Sachi D. De Niro. Peace out. Stay tuned. Oh, I love that. Ha, ha, ha.